Welcome to another episode of Album for the Day with John E. and Jay. Album for the Day, November 29th, as we continue with Rock and Roll Hall of Fame inductees. Breakthrough albums. Today we dig into Dookie by Green Day. Woo! And they recorded this album August through October of 1993 at Fantasy Studios in Berkeley, California. And it was released February the 1st of 1994. Um, This made the number 33 slot on the end of the decade chart. Uh, It was Green Day's third album. It peaked at number two on the U.S. Billboard 200. Made number one in Canada, Australia, and New Zealand. Well, I mean, it was their third total album, but let's be clear. It was their first major first real album. release. First, first real major album. release where, like, if anybody ever, like, goes back and looks at, oh, what was their first album? It's not going to be, like, you know, oh, there was something different. No, it was Dookie. Dookie's their first album as far as what the normal whatever, you know, that it's their first major release. Yeah, it's and, diamond certified in oh. U.S. and Canada, platinum in eleven more countries, and gold in eight more countries. Yeah, I mean, um, this, this they album, were inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, and in 2015 by Fallout Boy, and this album is in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame definitive 200 albums that they released as number 50. Um, Longview was the first single. That's definitely the first time I heard of Green Day. I remember the video on MTV. It was so ridiculous. I, definitely the music was the appeal to me, not the video. Yeah. Um, but it topped the Billboard Modern Rock Tracks chart and describes intense boredom. Mike Durnt claims the famous baseline intro was written one night high on LSD. I agree with And you. what is <laughs> on Dookie is what he and Billy Joe Armstrong remembered in the morning. Yeah. Um, it's named after Longview, Washington, where it was first performed in 1992. And it was nominated for a Grammy for Best Hard Rock Performance. Yeah. Um, this, is, this, is, this is a quintessential uh, 90s introduction to punk. You know, like, like Green Day, like... This is part of the transition. Yeah, they were a throwback band, dude. Where 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 they listened to a lot of Ramones. They listened to a lot of um, you know Sex Pistols. Maybe some uh, you know like some the Clash. A lot of like British. You can hear the influences. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of influences there. But at the same time, like they created a genre in their own right. By bringing it back to the U.S. And you can see that, that, you know... The whole genre had died. Yeah. You know? And, like, but at the same time, like, there was this whole big influx, like, in, like, the the mid-90s of, like, you know, like, Real Big Fish and, you know, that ska kind of movement that came back. And the reason that happened was because of this band right here, Green Day. 
Well, they did. Uh, Welcome to Paradise was actually originally on the previous album, Kerplunk, but they re-recorded it with uh, a less grainy sound for Dookie. The song Basket Case actually refers to Billy Joe Armstrong's anxiety and uh, feelings of going crazy before being diagnosed with panic disorder. Um, The third verse actually refers to soliciting a male prostitute, which Which, Billy Joe Armstrong said, quote, I wanted to challenge myself and whoever the listener might be. It's also looking at the world and saying, it's not as black and white as you think. This isn't your girlfriend's prostitute. I'm sorry. I said GF. That was grandfather's prostitute. (laughs) Makes a big difference. Uh, (laughs) This isn't your grandfather's prostitute, or maybe it was. Unquote. Right. Sorry, Billy Joe. Mm-hmm. Um, the video was actually shot in an abandoned mental, mental institution. Mm-hmm. And so go watch that because you'd think it's contrived and they set up a studio that way. No, nope. no, no. They That's... set the video up there and yep. tailored it to that. Now, And it's fantastic. It's back when music videos actually mattered. It was a good one. It was a very good one. So she is about Billy Joe Armstrong's ex-girlfriend, as are Sassafras Roots and Chump. She was written as a response to a feminist poem that she gave him, and the poem was also titled She. Um, when I Come Around is supposedly about his now wife, Adrienne, and when they broke up for a short time. The song Coming Clean is actually about Billy Joe Armstrong's coming to terms with his bisexuality at 16 or 17 years old. He said he's never had a relationship with a man, but bisexuality has been, quote, something that comes up as a struggle in me, unquote. Um, In the End is about Billy Joe Armstrong's mother and her husband, Quote, that song is about my mother's husband. It's not really about a girl or like anyone directly related to me in a relationship. In the end is about my mother. Um, I mean, the songs on this album, you got Longview, Welcome to Paradise, Basket Case, She, and When I Come Around. Like, just... Just with those five songs, you're already talking about an album that is like in an upper echelon. Like just with those five. We're not even talking about But this really, man, this is like an Abbey Road to me, man. Dude, like yeah. there it's it's all the way through. There's so many different statements that they're making, so many ways that they're saying the same thing. Yep. And that's what makes it appealing is the fact that they're getting it across to you in whatever manner possible. Yeah. And the album title actually refers to Green Day eating uh, bad food all the time while they were on tour. (laughs) And having liquid Leading to constant diarrhea. The original title reflected their actual term, Liquid Dookie, Whoa. which was termed too gross, they settled on Dookie. 
Um, the album cover is pretty awesome as well. Yeah, the artwork is by East Bay punker uh, Richie Booker, and he depicted bombs being dropped on uh, various buildings uh, and stuff in the East Bay area where they're from. Um Billy Joe said, quote, there's pieces of us buried on the album cover, unquote. Well, they didn't even allow them. Well, the guy with the beard was taking a picture with a camera in the air that took pictures of the band every weekend at Gilman's. Yeah. And there's a robed character that looks like Mona Lisa. That's actually the woman on the cover of the Black Sabbath debut album. Uh, Angus Young from ACDC is in there. And there's a guy saying, the fritter, fat boy. And that actually referred to a local police officer. Yeah. Um, An early back cover picture had Ernie from Sesame Street on there. And because of possible litigation, they changed that to a picture of the band performing live as has been done a number of times. But it was really interesting. Uh, The guy that mixed the album was Jerry Finn, also known as Huckle Jerry Finn. Finn. Uh, He also mixed Enema of the State by Blink-182. It was produced by Rob Cavallo, who did a number of additional things with the band subsequent to Dookie. Why wouldn't you continue with that guy is all I'm saying. Yeah, they yeah, he kinda he kinda did it right for you the first time. But my today I learned on uh Green Day is when they were touring the US in support of this album, they were touring in a bookmobile that was owned by Trey Cool, the drummer's dad. If you don't know what a bookmobile is, you should look that up because it's real interesting. Think of food truck book books. That's awesome. Um, So bizarre, so interesting. Um, I've never been so excited about Dookie. Awesome. Well, uh, today's album for the day, uh, November 29th, is Dookie by Green Day. Uh, be sure to follow us on Twitter at album the number four of the day. Uh, give us a follow, subscribe wherever you listen to us, and uh, feel free to email us with your suggestions and requests at uh, album for the day at gmail dot com. Uh, thanks for listening, and we'll see you tomorrow. No one was looking. I was thinking of you. And I was all by myself. I was all by myself. I was all by myself. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. If you're listening on Spotify, after starting the podcast, you can search for the album, use the three dots, and hit Add to Cue. Now the album will start as soon as the episode ends. Woohoo!